Hello and welcome to Colchester's 2019 Town Plan Audio Experience. For those who could not make it out to our Colchester Planning Commission meetings, we hope to provide you with a brief takeaway of what you missed. At the June 19th meeting, Director of Parks and Recreation Glenn Katita talked about his department's part in the town plan and discussed plans for the future with the public. Check it out. Since we're working out, your folks are taking on the big challenge of working on the town plan, and we feel that recreation is a pretty, hopefully, a significant part of that town plan and what role it plays in our community and people living and visiting. Uh, Sarah thought it would be a great idea to have me come and kind of do a short presentation on things that we're working on for in the present and the future and give a quick overview of what our responsibilities are for people who aren't familiar with our department. So a quick overrun overview of what we do in the Parks and Recreation Department for the community is our job is to provide uh, safe parks and recreational activities for the community, maintain the parks and infrastructure, which also includes around municipal buildings and a lot of greenscapes that you see through the town uh, being park uh, parks, bike paths, shoulders of roads, uh, pump stations that the town has, all the municipal buildings. Um, we also have several different budget components within our department being one, the park capital plan, which is a half cent on the town's tax rate, which we identify for repair, repair and replacement items in the park, whether that's a chain link fence at the tennis court or the tennis court itself, whether it's um, a shuffleboard court, athletic fields, those are the types of things that you'll find in the park capital plan. That's a, f a six year authorized plan through the voters, so that's voted on every six years. We also provide recreational opportunities to what we call from beginning to uh, end. Um, we oversee after school programs, youth programs, um, early education programs, and we've also gotten into cemetery maintenance within the last couple of years. So um, we kind of look over all the different recreational and, and park aspects of the community. It's also our job to do long-term planning for recreation and parks within the community as well. And as we go through this slideshow, you'll see some of the things that we've been working on just recently uh, pertaining to master planning of Bayside Park, uh, the Bayside Hazlet property, and potentially at some point down the road a community center. For those who aren't familiar, we have several parks and natural areas that we oversee in our community. I'm not going to go through the whole list. Colchester is very fortunate to have a great deal of parks and natural areas within our community, but also things that are not on that list that we're very fortunate to have are lands that are provided to the users of Colchester from the Winooski Valley Park District looking at um, Colchester Pond, McRae Farm, and also Delta Park, which has the elevated bike path that goes to the bike bridge over to Burlington. When you look at the list, probably the most popular parks that you see on that list, as everyone's familiar with, is Airport Park, which houses our athletic facilities, Bayside Park, which has two portions of it, an active recreation area, but then also uh, the beach you know, waterfront, which we've started having, if you've seen out in the water, a, uh, an inflatable water park that we started last year and we added a component onto, but also uh, what we call Bayside Paddle Sports, where we do rentals of kayaks, paddle boards, and a pedal boat. 
But then when you look at some other areas that get a lot of use that are somewhat unknown, for instance, um, Sunny Hollow Natural Area is a very popular mountain biking area, which is helped, uh, is maintained by Fellowship of the Wheel, which we have a great partnership with, and they oversee that and help us with the maintenance of that area. And then a very popular boating and land users, Rosetti Natural Area in the summertime, which thousands of people visit. So we kind of have a wide range of different parks and uh, recreational opportunities that we oversee. And of course, I shouldn't forget the causeway, which as we all know, it has started reconstruction on that yesterday where VTrans is taking over that project. Uh, and they are optimistically hoping that that'll be open to the public on July 4th. So they have about two weeks to, to get the work done and we're, we uh, can't wait to see and get people back on that path. And then the other part that we work very diligently on is programming and we talked about I talked about this a little bit earlier on the previous slide but just to give you an idea of the amount of kids and adults that we are servicing through our programs um, through winter programming which will have programs for youth adults seniors early childhood programs and we do with summer as we're kicking off um, starting staff training right now for our summer camps and all the different programs we offer through the summer and then the fall, CYBL is our youth basketball league, which uh, involves kids in kindergarten through grade eight. Our youth lacrosse um, is for, we start them in first grade and, uh, and all the way up to eighth grade as well. The numbers fluctuate there on and off uh, depending on popularity of a given year, but we've been building slowly to get that program up and going. And then the after school program and before school program that takes place in uh, four of the schools in Colchester. Uh, when we took that program over about 12 years ago from the YMCA, it was only in one school at the time, Mallet's Bay School, and it's continually grown into probably our most popular program. And uh, we're really excited how it's grown and the popularity, but also the ability that we have to um, spend time with kids outside of school and enrich their day, give them different opportunities to through homework clubs and different clubs that we offer through the umbrella of the after-school program. The big project that we've been working on over the last two years, almost two and a half years now, is the Bayside, what we call the Bayside Park Master Plan. And this plan came about about two years ago because of the different projects that were being brought forth in the Bay Area. As the town was talking about a sewer project, storm water, and an intersection change at Lakeshore and Blakely, we wanted to make sure that Bayside Park, the future of that and the potential amenities that we might want to have at the park were kind of written down so that when infrastructure came through, it didn't affect what the community might want to see at Bayside Park. So we incorporated this plan. Uh, we we had uh, two consultants on board with us. Uh, Greenplay, which was based out of Colorado, helped us with the, uh, the initial uh, planning uh, community forums that we had, and I'll go through the process in a little bit. And then uh, a company called Design Concepts that was kind of the landscape architect and some of the renderings that you're going to see here if you had been to any meetings. Um, Axel Bishop was the lead person on this that showed and kind of came up with a lot of unique ideas and plans for the park, but based on some of the things that the 
Colchester community wanted that were identified in various surveys and focus groups. So the process that we did to come up with this master planning is we looked at um, to come up with a developed of a detailed work plan. We wanted to have public engagement, which had focus groups, stakeholder interviews. We had public forums with the community. And then, of course, a statistic valid survey to make sure that we were reaching those people that weren't able to attend those different forums and uh, focus groups. They looked at market assessment, site analysis. At the time, we weren't sure where the community might want to see or what the consultants felt was the best location for a potential community center. There were several different opportunity or locations on the shelf as far as Bayside Park, potentially the Bayside Hazel property, or even the possibility of the Severance Corners. Went through um, conceptual analysis, financial analysis, and then came up with a final draft plan and presentation. When that was completed, the select board then decided, let's take it to the next step. Let's do some more detailed master planning instead of a conceptual. And that's when we brought in design concepts to help us with the next step. Some of the demographics through this master planning we, uh, we thought were important to know is what the population was expected to look like. We all kind of know a lot of this information already, but we wanted to make sure that we were correct in our thinking. So you'll see that up there. Um, this was the information that Greenplay came up with as far as the uh, 65 to 74 year olds percent of the community, baby boomers and the millennials. Also what they found was trends when we were looking at master planning, can we follow some trends that are happening around the country? Greenplay and design concepts travel all over the country doing various projects and to see how this, they've seen a lot of things and how that would fit into Colchester. One of the things is a sense of community that people are looking for in their public spaces with festivals, arts, um, is important. Baby boomers are looking for activities um, and keep them busy, as well as many parks and recreation facilities are looking to be added on to or renovation or have renovations in the future. So these are things that if we're looking to become a recreation destination, these are some of the things that we need to take a look at as we're master planning. One of the things that they're looking at as well is the one-stop shop. Everybody looks for that in most everyday life is if you can go in and go do your grocery shopping and do your mail and anything else, if you can just stop in that one place to do all those things, it's always uh, a nice addition. And so when we look at a potential community center, um, those are some of the trends that we would look at is to try to service all the people that use it. But also being, since Colchester is such a big community and so spread out, is having that center uh, that people can congregate. And Colchester doesn't really have that downtown location that people can come and congregate and, and be one another. Um, it seems like in today's society, everybody has the driveway with a two-car garage. And when they come home, they park the car in the garage, close the door, and no one ever knows you're home. And so, to, but people are looking for that sense of community. And if we can provide that space, whether it's a community center or a park that provides those amenities, um, that would be definitely, I think, be an addition to our community. But also looking at it as uh, potential economic uh, development for our community as well, bringing people into the community, use, utilizing potential restaurants, if there are hotels in the area through festivals, um, it's an economic benefit for us as well. So, to quickly kind of go over 
some of the photos and renderings that were done through this master planning process. What I'm going to do first is go through the Bayside Park and the Bayside Hazlet property renderings, and then after that, some quick shots of some ideas that they had for a community center at the time. So as you can see, these are aerial photos of Upper Bayside, Lower Bayside, and the Bayside, what we call the Hazlet Bayside parcel, which is the 14 acres that the town owns that's currently a wooded property. So that's an aerial kind of looking at a 3D graphic of how it would potentially look like. It's an overview of both parks. The gray space in the middle of the picture is property that's not owned currently by the town. Um, that is current development. I think that's the Bayside 2 building and the, um, the subway gas station there. Um, and then there's some camps along that property as well. One of the one of the things you'll notice, and I want to point out that I must have grabbed the wrong, not the wrong slide, but a slide that doesn't have a green, is when you see the Bayside Hazlet parcel, which it shows the tennis courts and the trails. When you look on the shore of the lake, it's shown as gray, but it's actually that portion is actually a part of that parcel. So across the road, there is lakefront property there. So kind of give you an idea of that overview, what specifically will be placed potentially in that area is looking at a multi-age playground, a shelter with restroom, a dog park, uh, tennis courts that would be moved from the Bayside, upper Bayside area that the high school now currently utilizes. What we're finding is those tennis courts are upwards of 50 plus years old and they're starting to break down. So eventually we're going to have to replace those courts and we feel like the Bayside Hazlet property would be a great spot for that, as well as the addition of pickleball-only courts, which are becoming pickleball is becoming a quite popular sport amongst residents in our community. We're looking at having some trails, a bike school course in there, and potential there to have our day camps based out of that property and leaving a lot of open space for other things down the road if we see expansion is necessary for the amenities that are currently going to go there. So that's kind of the overview specific of the Bayside Hazel. You can see the bike path, the walking trails. One of the neat things about the design that Axel Bishop did is his plans are the way that these trails are built, that you're never further far distance away from the activity area. So if you have kids playing tennis or on the playground, you're never too far away or out of sight of the kids playing so mom or dad can get exercise while the kids are playing on the playground and not be out of sight of them. So it'll be a safety component as well. The next is a shot of the, a bit of the idea of the potential roundabout intersection that'll take place maybe down the road there, as they've talked about, but also the lower Bayside Park, which identifies a, a dinghy dock that would be there, an amphitheater that would be down by the lake, similar to the, much nicer than the setup that we have for our summer concert series with the banner and the tent. But um, it could be a wonderful attraction for people to come, listen to music, having a play area and a lake house there that could serve as an indoor meeting space for people, for gatherings, as well as people coming off the lake that could use restrooms or showers potentially. And then a potential down the road, if possible, a passageway underneath the road so people wouldn't have to cross through that intersection and we'll see some rough pictures of that in a minute so it gives you a better idea of lower bayside specific being the dinghy dock the boats are much bigger than dinghies on that picture but 
uh, the depths there are challenging for larger boats. So similar to the dinghy dock that we have down there now, it's a little bit nicer, but could probably be used as a fishing pier as well down there. So it could serve two purposes. Probably uh, you'll see the amphitheater there, some handicapped parking, a playground, and then the lake house at the top of the screen. And then we jump over to Upper Bayside Park. It again shows the pedestrian path. Um, there's a climbing wall. You'll see a picture of that since the passageway has to go under. We've incorporated a wall that can be used as a climbing wall there. Uh, there'll be a various shelters along. There's a path that kind of goes around the perimeter of the park with a basketball court, a skate park, play creek. This is the component that uh, Axel Bishop really likes is a creek going through the park. Everybody loves, and kids especially love to play in water, water features. They love to get dirty and muddy, and um, so that's a, a great recreation piece. We're also set up the parking lot for potential food trucks, so we could have food truck rallies there as well and various other. There will be a dog park incorporated into that area and various playgrounds along the way, and, but I wanted to give you kind of an overhead view of what to expect. So this is the idea of the pedestrian access through the tunnel. Until the tunnel would be built, that would just be a nice uh, artist rendering of what that tunnel might look like and the climbing wall there as well. So this is the further up as you're kind of looking down toward the lake view where you see various different play structures, uh, sand volleyball court to the top. The skate park is kind of off to your, as you look to your left, that gray feature with a small shelter there and then to the right of the photo is kind of a natural playground where there's rocks and stones and logs um, and different climbing things there so a lot of different opportunities for play in the park as well as at the top by the tunnel an open green space where people can have gatherings play frisbee or what have you and this is another shot looking down toward the lake and what it focuses on is what they call the the village of shelters so it has one of the most popular things for people to do in colchester on the weekends actually is to rent the pavilion at bayside park every day on the weekends it's packed it's full uh, during the week in the summertime it's typically rented after our day camp utilizes it in the summertime so a lot of people are looking to host their parties and activities in the park and so we're looking at adding more opportunities for more than just one group to utilize the pavilions. This is kind of a view of, if you notice that there's a kind of a blue rigid thing in the middle and a tail at the end by the building, that's a theme that they put in was Champ. So throughout the Upper Bayside and Lower Bayside, you'll see photos of these pieces. So this is kind of shots of Champ through the park to, for people to kind of get some connection to the lake. The fence piece that you see there, that will actually be the dog park as potential rendering of a community center there, as well as behind that, the open green space would be a multi-purpose fields there. We currently have a lacrosse field and a softball field back there now. Kind of left it at the picture of the potential community center. This is, we're going to do a, a layout of what that community center could potentially look like, just from the ideas of what the community was asking for, uh, whether or not you know, it might be a little grand in the planning of what the, but these are all the amenities that the community asked for. But in reality, the costs of this are pretty expensive. And so it might be need to be something that's scaled back just a bit. In the initial conceptual phase of what it is at this point, 
this is what the community was looking for in amenities as we go through the photo. So here, what we're trying to do is figure out how to do it in a phasing way that could be affordable. Uh, and so this was not, these ideas were not liked by all, um, but this was just an idea that we came up with, with the develop, with the consultant and it's really conceptual. So it's nothing we're planning on doing. Please just realize it's all conceptual as we just put it down on paper. And so what this would show is an outdoor activity pool uh, with locker rooms, um, storage area, and a party room with office. And we felt that to start off, there was one of the things in the survey that was found was that pool was the number one, indoor pool was the number one thing people wanted to see on the survey. But we understood that an indoor pool is very expensive, not only to build, but also to operate. So we felt like if we could maybe identify having an outdoor pool first, and then potentially design it in such a way that at some point it could be a shelter put over it and have it be an indoor pool over time that could potentially happen. So that's kind of how we decided to phase it. So that would be phase one. And then phase two would then um, add on different components that the community wanted. And indoor gym space is something that we are constantly battling for space for our programs indoors. And the Colchester School District is also having challenges with their athletic programs. We'd also have an administrative space, but also having a fitness studio with community rooms that could be rented out for different programs, but also if there are community groups that wanted to rent out space for their organizations, that would be available as well. Also, um, a part of the phase two is an upper portion. Uh, I think number two is, was on the survey was talk about walking or a running track. That is, when you when we do surveys, um, a lot of the things that come out is the number one thing that people like is bike paths and, um, and walking paths. And that's one of the things that this seems to be um, coming back all the time when we do surveys. And so if we can provide an opportunity for people to do that during the winter indoors, we should definitely try to take advantage of that. And that's why we incorporated that. And it's similar to the old YMCA-style elevated walking structures that they have but this would be a little bit different in that on the second floor we'd have a weights and fitness cardiovascular area which then that that track would then go through that area as well so you get to maybe see someone working out on a treadmill as you're walking by or wave or see a friend and so then we would incorporate into phase three is that bringing that outdoor pool indoors and so the infrastructure would have already been in place when we did the outdoor pool to then put a roof over it and insulate it. And so then we would have uh, a full community center. And the up the upstairs would still still be the same as the, the phase two. And that is my presentation. So that's it for now. We encourage you to share this podcast with your neighbors and on various social networks. For more information on the town plan and meeting dates, check out Colchester's 2019 town plan website at tinyurl.com slash 2019 town plan and sign up for our thoughts on Thursday email service to receive additional content and surveys to help shape our community. Thanks for tuning in and we hope to see you at a meeting soon. This podcast was produced in collaboration with Lake Champlain Access Television. Find out more at lcatv.org.